I wish it was. Oh, it's forwards. Oh, yeah. That was okay. Well, oh, it's forwards both ways. Okay. Yeah, but that's just such a dumb blonde moment. And begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dead Dog. <laughs> <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to be playing Truth or Lie. If it's a truth, <laughs> <laughs> then I'll just hold this up. What is happening? I don't know. Okay, uh, welcome to Dead Talk. I don't know what Kika's doing. We are here for a nice, relaxed episode. You can tell, because I've got rat tails coming out of my head. I'm just out of the shower. Kika's got, like, a, a ring light, apparently, and makeup on, so that's fine. Well, she sorry. Didn't get the <laughs> sorry that I don't want to look like you right now. Ugh. Not nah, many people do. Me. <laughs> jokes on me, because I look like shit every week so anyway we're not going to be self-deprecating you look lovely. we're not going to be self-deprecating your looks are the least impor- at least interesting about you good because they're not very good and that's um, that. <laughs> that's on period <laughs> um we are here on what am i saying <laughs> i'm usually so smooth <laughs> with what i'm saying but like with the like intro I feel like oh my you're- God having a heart attack she's lost it she's lost it i've lost it this is the last episode we're quitting after this no we (laughs) are back here to have a bit more of a chill um Mm -hmm. chit chat episode a bit more of a like i'm ready for it this week like i'm so ready to just catch up and chat i know and just debate the ongoings of life yeah yeah i think we're loosely gonna like cover a topic that Lucy suggested, <laughs> suggested um, mm. which is like school and uni and our experiences of that, um, which I think is such an interesting topic. I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, I had this idea. I was talking to my little cousin is 16 um, and he's very hung up on grades right now obviously, mm-hmm. as you are at 16. And I feel yeah. like the topic in general, so grades are important and like that is probably a good part of the um, conversation we'll have. But I want to talk about the institution of school and university mm-hmm. and how that affected my confidence and your confidence and just, you know, your kind of self-worth. I think it's such an interesting topic. And I think right now it's so prevalent with like kids in school and in university mm-hmm. who are like not even in the buildings at all. Let me just say I am so fucking glad I graduated last year. Like, I, know. I feel so bad for anybody that's a student right now. Like, I really don't think there's any support. Um, no. So if you're a student listening to this, well done. It'll Blessings be over soon. You. <laughs> um, make sure you look after yourself because it's it's tough enough, never mind adding a pandemic. So I know, yeah. literally. So before we get in, a bit of housekeeping. We have rebranded. <laughs> We both did that exact same thing. Um, if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we have a new cover art, which is so exciting. Um, this is all in time with us kind of, we've been asking a lot of questions on like the Instagram stories and stuff recently and just trying to be engaging with what you guys want to see slash hear um, in our episodes. And I think, you know, as much as we do love the true crime cases, which we do, and, like, um, we're never going to change that. Like, that's never going to go mm-hmm. away. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, you, me, the reason that we... Um, the reason that I thought that you and me would be great on this podcast was the fact that we love to just sit and have a chat about 
you know what? We are self-respective, self-respective, self-retrospective queens. Is that the word? I'm talking self-introspective. I think you mean introspective. You just, I think you just mean introspective because being introspective is being self-reflective. We are introspective (laughs) queens who love to delve into everything going on in life, and I think that can translate into the way that we talk about everything in these episodes. So Dead Talk is rebranded to Dead Talk is in true crime, dead, spooky, macabre. And then also Dead Talk is like dead serious about talking about life, man. I, I love that. I hadn't thought of it that way. She's she's not read the post. She's not read the post where we've rebranded at all. Sorry, I've been... I ha- no, I have. The coup's tale. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. I'm I have not read the post yet, but let me just say, I literally just sat down, so... I no, I she has, she has. It's okay, I haven't fired you yet. Um, but yeah, so we are t- starting off this episode with um, the kind of episodes that are going to be sprinkled in to our uh, podcast. And yeah, yeah, I think it'll be. And I nice... think it's nice for Lucy and I, like, because it does take a bit of work to. And like, we love doing it. Like, it's one of my favorite parts in this, is like researching the. Um, whatever story we're going to tell but it's nice sometimes to just like not prep and just have a chat so especially on like busy weeks like we've both had really busy weeks so it's just nice like not put the pressure on so yeah and it's just nice to have like depending on your mood whether you want to listen to like chats or whether you want to learn or whatever you want to do there's an there's an episode for you somewhere (laughs) yeah exactly I think that is it it's like the aspect of like whether you want to tune into these are they're like the two favorite type of podcasts I have it's like a chatty mm-hmm. kind of like intellectual conversation not that I'm mm-hmm. saying this is going to be but like <laughs> kind of just like having a chat with your friends but then also tuning into something to learn a little bit about something mm-hmm. that you didn't know mm-hmm. enough about so we want to be able to provide both because I think that's where we're gonna flourish thrive and flourish okay so, well let's get into it then yeah let's get into it so Kika, we're going to start with school. So me mm-hmm. and Kika went to the same school. Um, we went to the same high school. I mean, we don't need to bother with primary school because I think you're little children. Yeah. Um, but what parts of high school did you initially off the bat like and what parts didn't you like? Mm. I think for me, I actually really did enjoy school, like in terms of the routine of it and like the learning aspects of it and stuff like I really need to stop saying like it must be so annoying for people listening (laughs) but yeah I do well with that kind of environment where there's a clear structure and routine so that I've always liked about school and uni Um, and I think just more generally having a bit of a purpose like you have small goals and long-term goals um, I like the social aspect I always like I never dreaded going into school well maybe there'd be like days but it wasn't something that I ever remember dreading maybe until I was in like sixth year when I was just over it but I'm thinking like junior junior high school like first to third year I like loved going to school <laughs> and I was a bit of like um I guess it's a bit of a like we swat like nerd like I always put my hand up in class and stuff but then I think I changed quite a lot between third and fourth year like that was quite a transformative year and we can talk get into that because I think that was way more to to do with like social um aspects and like I that was a year I got for example I got my braces off and like 
like when she I had a glow up. <laughs> she did have a glow up. I think it um all like mushes into a big like so I like when I think of high school I think of my like child self like first to third year and then from fourth to sixth year as like as like teenage years um and I was quite young for my year as well like I my birthday is late in the year but I think that shone through in terms of like maturity and in terms of um physical appearance as well like when all my friends had boobs and like like filled out a bit like I was literally like a skinny little stick until I was like 14 so I think when I say glow up I just mean like that's when I actually hit puberty and like stopped looking mm. like a child and then also kind of stopped acting like one um so yeah but like that's I think so that's so interesting of like um hearing you some so many points that you hit on are like the complete opposite for me I think yeah so yeah. first of all can I recognize that you just said spoff I don't think I've heard that term no I said like I said oh I didn't say spoff but oh my I god said spoff I used to oh say that my god time. remember spoff remember that. times like, oh my god what a spoff <laughs> what did you so what did you actually say swat what's a swat like when if you if you're a swat then you like are a bit of a try hard like a bit of a nerd never heard that never heard that in my puff but anyway well you're, you you're also you're also a bit of a swat so it's fine mm-hmm. um yeah I was not a swat <laughs> I was <laughs> extremely it's it's funny because I think you get that kind of satisfaction and benefit from routine and like it's so interesting what you said of like small goals and and bigger goals and working Mm -hmm. towards those but for me that kind of shit just filled me with anxiety and like Mm. zero it just fueled this idea of like I'm really stupid like I'm really dumb and I think and then in terms of like going on to what you said about kind of being looking like a child at like Mm. up until like 14 years old I think I was like the opposite (laughs) where like I got those titties first (laughs) no I just like I was like a child I mean I also have the weird experience of I left all my friends in primary school and then joined randomly in high school after I moved back so I I know I want to ask you about all of that but yeah that's a whole topic in itself I moved to the States when I was like 12 and came back just before I was like 14. And that was really weird for me in the sense of like, I kind of, I came back in like second year, somewhere in second year. And like, um, it was just very weird. Yeah, that's a whole different topic. And like that kind of transition of like being Scottish, but having really formative years in America Mm -hmm. Um, to then go to a Scottish high school like really fucked with my head and really yeah really ruined my confidence for a long time yeah and I think especially the time that you re-entered high school was such a strange time because people had formed cliques and also it wasn't like you were going to a new school like you knew people but you didn't actually you know everybody had grown up quite considerably so it must have been so hard to like reclaim your identity and people like viewing you as you were when you were 12 and yeah you're like much that's, older that's such a good point and I think I've talked about this a lot so like my boyfriend Tom um mm-hmm. he I'm saying as if you don't know him but for everyone else my do you know him my um shout out Tom I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna shut this door 
Okay. Also, shout out Tom because he's the one that designed all the cover art for. I know. He did all the photography and cover art for our rebranding. So um, he's gonna shout out. Well done, Tom. He's. We're gonna link his like designs Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff in the, in the um, description or whatever. But anyway, Tom actually had a really similar um, experience to me. And weirdly, so we went to school together for a few years, but then he moved away, whatever. But he, we talk about Guys, this what a love lot. story. I know. Oh. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we talk about this a lot now because he moved to our high school in the same, the exact same time as me as an English boy, but he'd been living in Kazakhstan. And it's like the identity so going back to what you say is like people just perpetuate this and project this idea onto you which is fueled by their own insecurities but for Mm -hmm. me personally you know for for Tom it was like okay you're English and that's it like you're just English Mm -hmm. and you're gonna get ripped apart but for Mm -hmm. me it was like I think if I'd gone to a new school it would have helped you know it would have been harder in some ways but it would have helped me um because I, when I went to the academy, uh, the school that we went to, the people that I'd already been to primary school with had all these expectations of me. Yeah. Um, and they're not like, <laughs> that makes it sound like, um, you know, this gorgeous queen bee <laughs> who's going to rise to popularity. I don't mean like that. But they're holding me. Oh, but listen, I remember when you were coming back, cause it was when we went to school, like, everyone was like, oh, Lucy Webb's coming back. <laughs> like, so before. <laughs> no, honestly. But I think because I knew, like, a few people. So, like, it wasn't like a rumor, but like people were aware that you're coming back. <laughs> guys, guys, Lucy Webb's coming back. Ooh, sorry. And then it was it. like gossip girl, like, where's Serena? She's been spotted <laughs> at the <laughs> LW has been spotted. Uh, <laughs> no, I no think... it wasn't quite as extreme as that, but like it I remember I remember you <laughs> I remember you coming back and it was quite an event. But anything was a fucking event in tech school. Like Well, that's what I was oh gonna say. God. It's like the girl from a uh, Lynn Lithgow, who'd been in the States for a few years, was probably the event of the season. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just think like my point is with that was just like, I think people still expected me. This is only in retrospect. Like, I didn't think this at the time, but now it's like, I think people wanted, expected me to be the same person I was when I was 12. And like, yeah. you know, I, was, I wasn't 14 suddenly philosophical and deep, but just like, <laughs> I changed, you know, I changed. Yeah. And also, you've been I, living in a different I, culture. So, yeah. Like, and it I think it's been a bit of reverse culture shock to come back to fucking Scotland. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah, totally. And I think I spent a lot of time um, trying to force myself to be the person that I would have been if I'd stayed because yeah. it was really cringe and really embarrassing to be the kid that was like you know fully like let's be real my sister when my sister came back she was so what age was I I was like 14 she would have been like 17 Mm -hmm. she had already grown up in Scotland like as a teenager I came back with a full-blown American accent which is cringe when you're going to the academy and then let's go and like you know, nobody, nobody in our school was American, let alone I'm no. not American. Like that's like <laughs> there's there's a formula to literally be beat up on the street. Like ninety nine percent of our school was like white middle class, just to clarify to everyone. Oh yeah, it was a public school, but very like it was a nice public school, very high achieving. I mean, the fact um, that it, we refer to it as it's called the academy, like it's not yeah. <laughs> like it was ridiculously <laughs> sheltered and like yeah, I think sorry, I feel like I'm harping on about. No, no. But it's just like 
it was so interesting to see yeah I think sorry I keep going off track but that's an important point of like you know my school in my year the most like diversity that we had was I don't even know like my friend Amber her dad is Syrian um but like even at that that's as diverse as it gets like yeah and it just was such a horrible environment to be in if you were different because anything that was slightly slightly diverging from white and middle class um was othered like and I think something that really stands out for me is something I hated about school and still do but it's really not as prevalent at uni and like in your life now as an adult but yeah in school everything was cringe like everything that wasn't like cool was just automatically cringed and looked down upon and I think it just inhibits so many people like flourishing and doing what they actually want to do and you can say it till you're blue in the face like nobody actually gives a fuck like who cares what other people think but you absolutely care especially mm. in, in the Moscow Academy like there's really no escape so I think it's a shame and like because my wee brother's now in sixth year and I'm telling you you know that but for listeners yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean he's just quite a typical teenage boy lad. but just like having yeah he is a bit of a lad hi Kyle if you're listening <laughs> but um he's definitely not but um yeah I think like seeing it through kind of older eyes because he's five years younger than me um so seeing him come through high school as I once I've left it's like so obvious like so many people are othered so many people are bullied even if they're not like violently attacked you know what I mean like there's so many ways in which you can make people feel shit about themselves and that doesn't go away like I can tell you right now the mean things that people said to me in high school will never leave like I'll always 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 remember them absolutely I think you've hit the nail on the absolute head when you talk about like the concept and this is you like I honestly think if you haven't gone to high school in Scotland well no maybe the rest of the UK is a bit like this as well but especially Scotland like cringe, cringe as a concept is like just insane and like do you know I just I think it 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 feeds into so many aspects in my life of like especially being someone that went on to do like a creative uh course and like um you know I I I play guitar a lot and love to like sing and like whatever Mm -hmm. you know you Mm -hmm. and me were in a musical theater group but like I was just say that I but like once you got to like 15 like oh my god no it's so crazy like yeah and also like literally get out um I we were in that right and I loved I loved lamp was what it was called and I loved lamp so much and I loved to perform and sing and like do you know what I was actually like decent at singing and like you still are like you can still sing I sold my voice I'm Ariel (laughs) um no and yeah no I know I I I do like I really enjoy singing and you know I'm all right but like, I never, I never could have fathomed me auditioning for a role. Like, I was just like, no, there's no way. Like, I just can't. And I don't know why. Yeah. But I think it was that concept of cringe. Like, it was that concept. I know, and I remember, yeah. And I think, um, like, I'm just thinking of examples. And I think I'm quite, I was quite lucky in school. Like, I am lucky that I have a really lovely group of friends and we've all stayed friends. And like, I think that made me feel quite protected and like not 
so like even if something cringe did happen like I would I knew that like almost I had them as like a safety net and like a lot of my friends in our year I don't know if it was like this for you but it was like quite cool or like admired to be quite high achieving like and I know in a lot of schools that's not the case but like or maybe this is just in our group like and I was quite lucky because I think I pushed myself because my friends were all really like not even like super clever but just wanted to try hard that was a good ethos for me but anyway what I'm saying with that is that like I did um like a debating club for example but like I didn't really want anyone to know because it was quite cringe Did you? So, like I would like go up at lunch and um then me and Eleanor used to go and then yeah but then after a while like I was like I don't give a fuck like um it's for the CV but I really enjoyed it like me and Eleanor but it was like a part of myself I guess but like I was like embarrassed about or mm. like I used to do straw and even that like carrying my violin to school I used to be embarrassed about it and like try and like get there early so I could put it in the cupboard and no one would see who like literally why I actually go to the bothers of that no I know and um, like even just like waking up like an hour early to do your hair and makeup like I quickly grew tired of that because I'm not fucking doing it but yeah, I think there's just every single thing about yourself at, at high school, especially as a young girl, you're insecure about and you're cringing about and like everything's just cringe. <laughs> and I look back now and I'm like, oh my God, like that was fucking you. Like absolutely goes to the being club, shout from the rooftops. Like that's cool. But like the yeah. things that now I think are really attractive in people and like set them apart and make them interesting are all of the things that I was like, oh my God, that's so cringe. No, <laughs> so it's absolutely. so funny. I know. And I think... Um... Your, your, by the way, your video's lagging a bit with your... Um, oh, is it? Uh, oh, no, it's fine now. I don't know. It's Are you on 4G or are you on Wi-Fi? I don't know. I'm speaking at a million miles an hour. No, I'm on Wi-Fi, but it's, I thought it was quite good. Let me just double check. No, it, it probably is. It's totally fine. It's better now. Okay. I'll... Hopefully... Um, let me know, because I can go on 4G, but I think okay. Wi-Fi's probably better for now. It, yeah, it seems fine now. Um, but yeah, going okay. into what you said about like all the aspects that you now like, it's it's crazy. I, I think I've had so much perspective recently with my little cousin Joshua, who's sixteen, and even like Tom's mm-hmm. little sisters are in high school, and we spent like mm. a, like a month and a half up there just um, over December and January. Yeah, and like speaking to Tom's little sister Georgia, it was just like you know such a flashback of like what school was like and how how you approached everything and it was just insane and just so ridiculous exactly what you said of like all the things that really set people apart and like you know if you if you told me now that you avidly played the violin I'd be like sick that is so yeah. cool I wish I could do that yeah. like I know. it's crazy um and I think yeah. It makes me upset that, like, upset is a bit extreme. It makes me sad that, like, I didn't push myself in school to do these things because I was, like, talented and I could could have 100% utilised yeah. all these things. But, like, it just, like, I just couldn't bear, I couldn't even fathom the thought of doing it. Like, I should have pushed myself, though. It's so weird. Yeah, I think it's easy to say that in hindsight, but I don't know. I think I'm like my mum like kind of pushed me 
um, which is very like lucky position to be. I feel really lucky to have parents. Not, I'm not saying like your parents didn't push you. I just mean like my mum's quite musical and um, things like that. So like it was normalised for me in a way. And so I am really grateful that I did all those things, but I wouldn't have done them off my own back. Like I feel like I always needed somebody. Like I used to go to Spain with Eleanor or like Anna and I would do violin. So like if I'd been on my own, I don't, I don't think I would have done it. Mm. So yeah, I, I am lucky to have had like, people feel that had similar interests and stuff but um yeah what was it I was gonna ask you a question what um like what if you did you enjoy school like as an experience because I, I feel like I don't know this like I know you didn't like bits of it but did you hate it or find it okay and what was your favorite year of high school god um I feel like it's a bit of a mixed bag answer. Like mm-hmm. the easy answer is no, I didn't enjoy high school. I think in the first few years, first two years of high school. So for me, that was like second and third year, maybe third and fourth, maybe not quite fourth, maybe second and third year. I was probably in hindsight quite badly bullied for like initially coming back and being like having Mm -hmm. this American accent and whatever Mm -hmm. and it's funny like I have this unbelievable anxiety like used to it not anymore I used to have this like unbelievable anxiety saying the words Rhode Island so Rhode Island is where I stayed like where I lived Mm -hmm. and I promise you like up until probably three years ago which is insane like three years ago I was 20 years old and I used to say Rhode Island like that like I would say like all one word super fast I remember yeah because I would literally bring it up and if I had you know you need to keep in mind when we were in school in second year whatever all the all the stories all the things that had happened to me recently had been in the states had been in Rhode Island for the like the last Mm -hmm. two years of my life that's everything that happened and like especially as like a 14 year old like nothing really mattered when I was 11 like you know all the actual decent stuff that happened to me was the last two years in Rhode Island and I had like honestly this PTSD of saying the words Rhode Island that I would say it so (sighs) quick because every time I did somebody would be like Rhode Island and like yeah (laughs) brother like oh cool tell us about that time or like oh did you live in America like all this and like looking back I don't think I even grasped how much that affected me and it made Mm. me feel like complete shit and like I just honestly like was just ridiculed for a long time by like and this is a sad thing and I don't I don't hold it against anybody now at all because you know what everybody was really insecure and I know a lot of people that I went to school with and were friends with were maybe at times kind of mean and mm-hmm. it was only a result of their own crippling insecurity. And, and I, I don't mean that in a way like bullies are haters because they're losers. <laughs> like, I don't mean it like that. I literally mean I've been I, there have been times where I've slipped up and I've, um, you know, you know, pe- been mean to people or, or said not nice stuff because of my own insecurities and whatever. Yeah. But like, you know, you, it was I think that's where it took me so long to realize that, like, I probably it sounds really dramatic I don't mean it to sound like this 
but like it doesn't feel like you're being bullied when it's like actually your friends like that was a shit yeah. part and it was like the people who were like meant to be my friend group were the ones probably making fun of me the most for ever bringing up Rhode Island or living in the states and stuff and like that made for a pretty miserable first year or so um mm-hmm. and then I think I grew a bit of a backbone and started to tell people to fuck off um and just like I think I got by literally I got by in high school because I was just a bit of a sarky prick who would like make fun of my friends back 10 times over um yeah and I think they kind of just you know started to respect me in that way um but yeah I don't know I don't think so I don't think high school was very good for me because like there was that but also I was just such an insecure teenager like yeah I was a very like I don't know I think in the ways that you say you weren't very mature or that you bloomed later I was the same but in different ways like I think Mm. I I was terrified of boys up until like (laughs) way too old like way too old and it's so weird because I just don't I think about this all the time and I don't know why like I don't know where that stemmed from to be honest I think it was my confidence like yeah I don't think I definitely can relate to that like when I was younger in school like I found it really like intimidating even though I have two brothers but like and then honestly like it was like an overnight switch and then I was like completely not phased by it so yeah you're definitely not alone in that like I know but it's just so it's I think back and it's like (laughs) I was kind of like thinking about this recently I was thinking about like oh god I'm so glad I don't have little sisters whatever um Mm -hmm. because it's like anxiety enough having like little cousins that are like 16 or whatever (laughs) but you know I was thinking about how like my oh god I'm really just outing myself as an absolute gimp but anyway my no that's not true it is but it's all right um (laughs) do you know what for the people I don't care um I was just I just had such a fear around (laughs) I don't want to tell the story but I will um when I was 16 oh cringe when I was 16 I had my first boyfriend um like boyfriend whatever here's me like really thinking about whether Mm -hmm. I want to tell this story or not and I was just like I really really liked him I remember like we're really good friends whatever and like I really wanted to like be his girlfriend or for us to go out and it was like all this hype about it like me and my friends would talk about it and I was like ooh, like whatever (laughs) <laughs> and then we like we're together like, stop it don't even like him I'm like oh I literally who who are you talking about um <laughs> but like yeah we're like I really liked him and I liked hanging out with him whatever and like when we're in a big group it was like a big group of friends um you know I'd be kind of like <laughs> you know like whatever classic chat yeah and then when we started going out I was like okay well I am terrified of you like I am <laughs> petrified I could like I remember being in his house one time and his mum had come home and we're just like chilling watching a film and um his mum came home and she like opened the door and I jumped off the bed and fled to the other side of the room and like just anxiety riddling through me and just like (laughs) heart attack I'm going to pass out I'm going to die and like why like why and I just like I honestly why I don't know and I just think that that actually looking back 
hindered me a lot like yeah going into my older years it's like I should have had more confidence and like probably just more experiences with like um guys and like you know like love interests and whatever it's just like yeah I shouldn't have been so scared to even attempt to like be in that situation because it just probably mm-hmm. hindered me going going into my older years you know what I mean I was just terrified of everything yeah but the thing is that's what I was about to say it's not it wasn't I imagine when you actually unpack it it's not the guy or a guy that you're actually scared of it's um yourself and like maybe the fear of rejection or the fear of um embarrassing yourself or like coming across in a way or just being as you said like cringe is yeah. actually what's terrifying you yeah that's it probably was but it's so funny that like at the time it was just like this big question mark of like yeah why why do I feel like I'm gonna be sick every time like <laughs> you look like you want to kiss me like I just want to throw up like and I need to get out this situation right now and just like I don't even want to think about it and it's like it's so funny looking back because it like 100% will have to have tied in with like you know I was quite chubbier than the rest of my friends at the mm-hmm. age of like 15 16 and I just think that like I remember thinking which is so sad looking back but I remember thinking like I could never, ever, ever let anybody see me in, like, you know, without a jumper on because, like, what the fuck would they think, you know? And it's, like, that must have been the reason. So, like, that must have played a part into why I was just, like, I need, like, I can't do anything. Like, I can't even be in a relationship with a boy. This is, like, too much. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, like, body image and, like, I feel like... (laughs) Opened up a can of worms there. Yeah, I really did. But, um, like, I, and I also was just like, I'm no, not but talking I, about like, high school anymore. <laughs> no, but thank, like, I think people like it's it's nice to normalize these absolutely things, and like every like every single person can relate to something that one of us have said, I'm sure. Um, but I'm just thinking about like body image as a young girl in school, and like I think we're just so t- t- taught to absolutely hate our bodies, and like oh. everything was embarrassing, and like everything was cringe. So I'm sure that, yeah, as I said, you're not the only one. Like I definitely remember feeling like that. But like I'm just thinking about what I would tell myself now, like what I would say to myself in high school. Um, That's so interesting. Like, yeah, what, what you would think? you? Can you think of one? Well, I think I would tell myself that I would just like stop let just you'll get there like stop panicking because I just was so scared throughout all of high school that like I would never reach the milestones and I'm still a bit like this but like never reach the milestones that like is a natural trajectory of life like I was like I'll never get into uni even though there was no evidence to support that that would be the case um and I was like I'll never get a boyfriend like I'll never love anyone um or like I'll never um, move out and be happy or like I'll never um, have enough money or like I'll never get a job and all these things I've done so like it's just it would just be nice to go back and tell myself like relax chill out like these things will happen and like I had so many good times in school and at uni that like I wish I could have just appreciated those more and like 
kind of not sweat at the small stuff because mm. you get there in the end you know what I mean so yeah but that's such a benefit of hindsight thing to be able to say and it's kind of cliche but yeah I think that's what I'd say to myself what about you I think the same in the sense of I think because of my because I wasn't very academic um so therefore what school would um what school would define as smart was not myself mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I think therefore <laughs> I I would love to I'd love to go back and you know be able to convince myself that what I have is what a lot of the and I don't this sounds like I'm really not trying to say you know again like those hairs are dumb like I don't mean it like that but like the people who are very very um good at fucking maths for example Mm -hmm. um don't have what I have in bucket loads you know and like it sounds cocky but like no you know I think that that definition of value just really stuck with me for a long time and like it really Mm -hmm. also badly affected my uni and like in first year of university I just was convinced I I shouldn't have been here like I shouldn't be here and like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not good enough for this and like Mm -hmm. I just genuinely had to like take the the really long way to and the really long and hard path of like absolute pain and whatever to figure out that like I can do this and like nobody had ever told me other than my mom like my mom pushed me for everything but like in school nobody had ever ever given me an inclination to think that like I could do anything because it was just like yeah I I if I got a good grade I had to try really 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 hard and like for example like fun fact Kika's mom was my tutor when I was yeah. uh, in fifth year maybe or something and yeah my um, mom's uh English tutor so. yeah she's yeah and like if anyone needs a tutor I know yeah, so exactly she's um, actually really good this season guys oh go off queen um, go off queen but yeah like I just like I was one of those all my friends a lot of my friends got like five A's or some shit mm-hmm. and I was like <laughs> can't relate and yeah. it was just I think so in terms of go back in terms of that I would love to be able to say like be able to say to myself your value is in things that are not tested in school like yes you absolutely. will not figure out your talents and like within the grading system of the SQA like you yeah it's fine and that doesn't mean anything but I think also the most important one probably because like you know whatever grades are dumb <laughs> in some yeah. ways but like <laughs> I think I'd like to go back and just I don't know just not be so scared of everything like it's I get yeah. quite sad when so like I, I still have a group chat with a lot of girls I went to school with and in my year and they'll bring up a lot of like memories like they're like guys remember this time or like blah blah whatever and they'll talk about like house parties and things that we did when we were teenagers and just like I'm not involved in a lot of those and it's because I don't know like I was, <laughs> I was also a very depressed teenager so like <laughs> that plays a part because if it. you hadn't figured out and read between the lines <laughs> I was mentally ill but yeah like it's ugh, there's stuff I can't change in that sense but like I just you know so many house parties I just went home and like yeah. so many times when me and my friends were out and about like I just wasn't enjoying it and I was so like 
just not in the moment and like I yeah so like a lot of these memories I just don't I'm not a part of like girls holiday that they both that they all went on like twice to be fair I would never fucking do that the amount of drama that happened (laughs) I'm just like I make that decision five times over like I'm fine (laughs) but like yeah I didn't let go enough I didn't like yeah I didn't get drunk for the first time which is a good thing like if anyone very young is listening to this it's a good thing (laughs) I didn't get drunk for the first time which is bizarre for my like year and our generation whatever I didn't get drunk for the first time until like like two months before I was 18 or like three months before I was 18 yeah I was an absolute gimp no I wasn't but like no that's not you shouldn't say that because you like that's not what it is but I just am surprised because I thought you had no like I was just but this is I just think it's such a surprising thing if you know me now like I think my teenage years are just Mm -hmm. quite bizarre like I was just scared of everything and I just couldn't Mm. I think I just had so much going on mentally that getting drunk just wasn't an option for me and I was just like I couldn't lose control which is sad but I think I think you have to also realize that like though those those were maybe hard times for you you're always like the person you are today because of that so who's to know like how you would would be now if you didn't almost go through that as a teenager yeah and you probably wouldn't have half the confidence and drive that you do now and those are two things that you do have um and almost maybe you wouldn't have that if you hadn't initially felt so low but I don't know it's hard to say that because you, there's only one lived reality so so you want maybe you just would have had a better time <laughs> <laughs> no that's no but I want to go back to what you were talking about in terms of grades and academia because I have a lot to say on this um I think I think it's so fucked up how indoctrinated our school systems are I think it's such Mm. an institution throughout most of western like the western world and we place so much value on a number an IQ number that does not encapsulate intelligence like I think skills soft skills are often totally overlooked but are some of the most important things in the workplace and in your general life like emotional intelligence and social skills um the ability to look after yourself ability to I don't know be ambitious and have world experiences out with the classroom to explore anything that's not a stem subject is like never deemed as intelligent as and I had that so much with my degree um like I studied sociology and I think I I loved my degree like I got so much out of it I find it so fascinating and I've had so many people make insinuations like oh it's a shame you didn't like you know study law like I had someone say that to me at work they're like oh you're like really smart like why didn't you study law I'm like because I don't fucking want to (laughs) but it's almost like the highbrow intellectual superiority complex of people that just look down on things degrees are people that don't make up a certain caliber and like I have to say I I feel quite lucky like I am lucky that I'm quite I don't want to box myself and be like I'm so clever I'm not meaning that at all but I'm quite lucky that I I'm quite a quick learner I suppose and I don't like at school I, I worked hard I did really work hard but I also 
was quite naturally really good at things like English and history and um, language like that. So I worked, but I also was like blessed with a natural, I suppose, um, aptitude for those kind of mm. subjects. And my older brother, Andrew, was as well, like we're quite similar. Whereas my mm. younger brother, Kyle, I mean, he's had a lot of health problems. He has like chronic migraines and stuff. So he's missed so much school. And it's just absolutely almost like abhorrent the way that he's been treated from different teachers and stuff that just think he's totally skiving off because he can't be fucked don't doesn't support him at all like he's had no um support to help pass these exams and like they do totally affect the rest of your life like yeah and I know that you can mitigate that like you can go to college and get hires but you need hires really to like unlock any option in life um if you want to pursue like certain routes and I just think it's so fucked up like I there were so many people in my year that like felt so bad about themselves because they couldn't get an A in English or whatever and I think the school really fueled that bad mentality as well but in saying that sorry I've talked for like five minutes but I just have so much to say about it no totally um but yeah the it's so interesting because I think that our schooling system's pretty bad like I think you know it's a one train shop um that is what that's not saying a one-stop no. shop tunnel vision <laughs> um, of feeling people that are like you're literally just born with a brain right it's not any like natural talent mm. I mean obviously people work hard but that's a different um oh, totally. attribute to just being like you are literally just born with a brain right and like either you're good at stuff or you're not and the way that we value people in a hierarchy of intelligence due to the way that their neurochemical reactions to certain stimulus of like whether you can do maths or not is fucking mad and it's It's worse in France it's cruel and it's so bad because my cousins live in Paris and they like you think it's bad here like fucking they're what like 14 and 13 now and my older cousin Stan is going into like the lycée which is the next stage between like middle school and you have to set all exams and he's um very clever in certain ways but not very academic um, and doesn't do that well in like testing and stuff and the way that the French test is even worse than here like it's just rote learning and they have like four hours of homework every night since they've been like six years old I'm not joking um and these exams he's worked so hard for he's like had tutors and everything and he's not done it as well as he wanted but they fucking like they put your scores your cumulative scores over all your subjects in a list that's sent to everybody so everyone can see your marks and your scores like everyone in his class all the parents and he's literally mm. like at like the bottom bit of the class and everybody knows that and like how fucked up and it's it's upset him a lot obviously but it must just be like I can't even imagine how horrible that would be to be going into school like everybody knowing that you've not done well and it means like it's stratified like what school you get to go to as well and I just That's think so it's so grim. awful like what policy is that it's so grim so yeah um I think that the way that we value intelligence really needs to be like reconceptualized yeah and I want to I want to add on to what you said of like you know soft skills and whatever because I totally understand what you're saying but from a perspective of you know if we just we're putting ourselves into boxes here but say you're you're very academic in school I wasn't at all and like I'm saying this and I got like I got decent grades but yeah again they were probably just quite they were like average but like good average right Mm -hmm. um but you got quite quite good grades didn't you what did you get 
Um, so hires, I did six. I did got four A's, two B's. So right, so she can piss off. But <laughs> my point is of like, you know. But you yeah, can... that's what I'm saying. Like I'm lucky, and I did subjects. Like I didn't do any sciences because I'm not. My brain is not like that. But mm, I was no. Yeah. So absolutely not. Yeah. No. But so, so from from your perspective, right? With you saying you got very very good grades, and you saying like about soft skills and stuff, and I, you know, that's that is a good point. But as somebody who um, didn't uh, didn't thrive academically, you know, the soft skills argument, I totally understand it of like, you know, like, oh, like being ambitious or whatever. Those are important. But also, like, my brain just doesn't work the way that the learning system does. And that's not about, like, my only skill is being able to, like, be confident and being ambitious my the way my brain works what did not lend itself to the testing system that we had right and I think it sucks that people Mm -hmm. like myself can so often be put into a box of like well they have other skills like they can um do and I'm not I'm not saying you but like so for example I I think about this all the time and I, I talk to my sister about this a lot so my sister was the same as me she got like average results in school um and you know she's like super successful now and I think in looking back at school I could not for the life of me like crack in my head the way that like exams like the way that we were meant to learn throughout the year like I just didn't get it like I did what I was supposed to do I did my mm, I did not do my homework I did my homework when I really had to (laughs) and like I tried to study and whatever like I just did everything for the sake of doing it because I knew I had to but I could not crack in my head how I was meant to like actually understand this and like now I know like fine well that like my I'm not stupid like I am intelligent and my the way information is processed in my head I can talk for hours about a subject and like have extensive conversation I think this is kind of just how my brain works and I I just think that it sucks that I think a lot of people take the argument of like um you know if they're not academic they have other skills they they, they're they're really good at um, I'm just trying to think of an example like you know they're good at things that aren't they're really creative school. they're <laughs> really creative or like blah blah and it's like no because actually interestingly enough I did me and Kika did media together in mm-hmm. high school I got a fucking d in media and I now sit with a film degree and my <laughs> it's literally short, your career <laughs> my my career is so far I've been in filmmaking my film actually has just been shortlisted to be in a film festival may <gasps> I add Lucy I didn't know that oh my gosh congrats I know I know uh, March just 8th just to say everyone I a... actually feature in this film so you do yeah you do actually March 8th is a virtual um film festival but anyway oh my god so uh, not welcome to, like... to Strand welcome to Strand there's a little little inside knowledge <laughs> from the film uh, but anyway, my point is, is like I got a D in media and I now have a degree in film and like I've, you know, made short films or whatever. And I, I scraped, I think I scraped a B in English. And like that, those are the subjects I should be really, really good at. I think, you know, with a, with a degree in film and a specialised degree in writing in film, yeah. like I 
it's not a case of, and I will argue this, it's not a case of, oh, I was just not, um, I didn't have the, the subjects there to be, um, mm. to flourish in. It's like, no, the way that learning is like set out in school and the way that testing is, doesn't lend itself to people like myself and like to people who don't learn that way. Like, I think a great example of this is, and I'm not going <laughs> to name names, but like there's certain <laughs> people um, that I was friends with in school and stuff who like, oh my God, got like five A's, like six A's, A stars, whatever the fuck, I don't really know. Um, and went on to study law, whatever, like maths, shit like that. And there are certain things that they just like fucking didn't like <laughs> just had no idea about and like couldn't mm-hmm. hold a conversation when it comes to other kind of stuff and like where it's just the absolute epitome of like book smart and like yeah like, they could they could memorize shit for an exam and come out with an a star in maths but then um didn't know anything to do with anything other than memorized academia you know what I mean yeah yeah and I think it really shines light because half the stuff that I memorized for exams like I could not tell you one thing now whereas like in my degree it was all essay based so it was all like critical thinking and I could probably tell you every single essay I've written because it was like forming my opinions and my Mm -hmm. arguments and like yeah I think it's such a different way to learn um and the difference between school and uni for me was like rather than just regurgitating information I was forming opinions and like evaluating information at uni rather rather than regurgitation but I know that in some like courses you do just have to like learn stuff but I guess that depends on like what vocation you're going into but yeah I couldn't agree more listen like it's a really good point and I've never really thought about it like that but yeah like it like you're right testing in certain ways just doesn't lend itself and I honestly think it's cruel and completely irresponsible that it's the only way that we tell like school-age children their values by yeah a grade and if you don't fit that grade then you're somehow less than I know it's just so I just think back on like my experience with like genuine like schoolwork in comparison to like mm-hmm. my teenage years and like high school as a social experience or whatever and I just think back to like you know for example I when I went to school in the states and um, mm-hmm. we did like probably quite similar oh where'd you go sorry oh, that's okay <laughs> um yeah when I went to school in the states probably quite similar to your cousins I did like three hours of like mass homework every single night like really yeah. really t- tough shit especially when you're terrible at mass but um and a child I, like actually and not a child in high school <laughs> I know we were like this is like s1 equivalent but like mm-hmm. so bad at maths and like I like terrible terribly bad at maths and me and my sister are the exact same and like my mom literally has like a degree in maths so she wanted to like I am us. also so bad at maths yeah but you you did higher maths did you not yes but then and I failed my psychology exam well it wasn't my psychology exam it was my statistics exam for psychology and I failed it and then I like got dropped from the course because I 
didn't hit a 50% average mm. and therefore like changed my degree to sociology so me and maths do not get on no no and it's like I was doing this like three hours of maths every day and I think like yes um so for example I came back to Scotland and when I went to high school here I was uh, ahead of the curve for like maths for a year and then Mm -hmm. I wasn't and it was whatever yeah and like anything I've learned in maths I couldn't tell you anything about it but the one thing I know for a fact that's had a long-term effect from doing maths is I I mean not so much now but when I was like 17 18 you know whatever I just Mm -hmm. honestly thought I was so thick like just so stupid and like my confidence was so low because I just thought you know all my friends all my friends bar maybe me and two of my best friends but the rest of my group of friends in high school all did higher maths and I just thought I was so thick like just so stupid Mm -hmm. and it's like that's such a terrible setup yeah I really struggled with maths and confidence as well and like I remember like sobbing like I was so stressed about it like why and then we had should that be a thing yeah I was literally like I will be such a failure if I don't do well in this and like I remember failing a test and just like it honestly knocked me for weeks and like I couldn't sleep like I couldn't eat I was so stressed and it's probably the most stressed I've ever been in my life because like after that I was like I'm just not doing that again like Mm. I am not putting myself through that because it's horrible so oh yeah and it's like that's the things that you think back on and that I think you know you saying that reminded me so much of like that is the things I look back on when it comes to high school like actual work and like you know the academia itself I just have like all these memories of first hope like my sister and then me Mm -hmm. just crying at the table at the kitchen table like there's actual PTSD just ridden in the wood of that kitchen table (laughs) with just sitting there with my mum and bawling my eyes out and just like have sitting there thinking that seven days had passed because I just like just this one problem that I was doing in my maths homework or whatever was sticking out at me and I was just like yeah I am nothing I am so yeah stupid and like I'm never going to be able like it just gave me so much anxiety towards school and everything mm-hmm. yeah I mean oh. I just hope I never have to do maths again <laughs> when, when are you ever like as if I'm going to turn around and be like homework time I've got homework no for literally you. so many grad schemes you have to pass the maths numerical they call it numerical reasoning it's fucking like Einstein level algebra to me anyway Absolutely not. I literally there was one time I got back from work and I was like applying to fucking um PWC and I started it and I was like there's no way there's absolutely no way but I was like I can't quit now like I just have to and I was literally just like <laughs> sitting cross-eyed in my bed like tears pouring down my face being like I'm so dumb I'm so dumb and then um, like just skipping all the questions because I just couldn't do it and after that I was like I don't think I don't think that PWC is for me <laughs> no and it, yeah why, it keeps though, back like, why? I know why, do- why in HR do you need to be like asking checking people's ability to work out a fraction no. that's what this google's for exactly no thank you i don't need this but anyway yeah. i guess we'll wrap this up before anyway. we 
I don't know, have a mental breakdown, spiral over our high school memories. Um, but it was that was such an interesting conversation. It was so interesting to hear your perspective as well, because I definitely think it was very different to mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think yeah. we should do another episode, maybe tapping onto university more, because I think we kind of mostly focused. I was about to say school. that, yeah. Yeah, it'd be really interesting because yeah, I think and I think we did well, you such... definitely had like very different school to uni. Yeah, and yeah. So did I. So like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that's a good idea. But I mean, main point of the episode, everyone, everyone is smart and intelligent. And right at the end. Yeah. What were you going to say? <laughs> you literally just froze for like five, like five seconds. Oh, and okay. I was like classic at the end of the episode. I know, literally. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for watching slash listening. As always, if you've been watching on YouTube, give it a like, give it a comment, subscribe to State of Mind if you feel like it. Um, yeah, and if you've been listening or or watching whatever, just give it a share, especially with the new sexy cover art. Oh my God, put that in your story. It looks hot. Um, oh my God, me? <laughs> me and Kika on a cover art? Fine, if you must. <laughs> Um, you can follow us on an Instagram, Facebook at Dead Talk Podcast, and feel free to suggest any topics you'd like to discuss, whether it's true crime or something like this, because this is a new direction that we're taking where we discuss uh, kind of both go back and forth. But yeah, anything to add, Christina? Yeah. Um, no, I just think I hope that everybody is doing well. And mm. please, um, like you said, Lucy, if you have any suggestions, like please please say to us because honestly we're happy to do it and yeah not much else to add other than peace and love to everybody and we'll see you next week peace and love to everyone and eat your five a day <laughs> right peace thank and love you so much um... <laughs> why are we so I... awkward at the end right are you saying I bye know. or not <laughs> i went peace right. and love five a day okay right. actually... just say goodbye okay okay three two one bye Bye. <laughs> <laughs>